0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 1111 Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Haynes, and today I'm really excited to have with us Shelly Wasicki Frankie. Shelly is a shamanist, an intuitive a teacher, a Reiki practitioner, and an energy worker. She works with nature spirits and elements and her spiritual team to help weave the ancient connections and magic back into the lives of the people she works with. She's the owner of the positive spirit company and the host of the positive spirit podcast with Shelly. She also has a book coming out when animals speak true stories and spiritual messages from the animal kingdom which will be available on Amazon. Welcome Shelley.
1: Michelle, thank you so much. I'm so excited and humbled to be here.
0: Ah, the honor is all mine and i do appreciate you taking time out of your blissful vacation to talk to me and share your greatness with these listeners so i'm going to jump right in i want to know what is the positive spirit company what is it how did you get inspired to start it that is actually
1: a great question because we all have those moments in life when Something calls to us and we say yes. Yeah. And that's what the Positive Spirit Company was for me. Um, It was about two years ago. And my friend Janice, who is a realtor and I've known her for years, put a post on Facebook that she was starting a consignment store and was looking for artisans that made handcrafted items to... Sell under her store that's called the Humble Crate. And Michelle, I cannot tell you what the pool was. I cannot tell you what the lightning bolt that hit, but I knew that I was supposed to go over and talk to her. Yeah. So I literally jumped in my car, drove across town, and she had a couple vendors setting up. Like I distinctly remember a jeweler, and she had these beautiful necklaces and bracelets. And there was a printmaker that, you know, like he and his wife made cards and they had a business and I was filling out the paperwork and I didn't even have a name. <laughs>
0: I, You're <laughs> so, like, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> right.
1: right. Um, and I started laughing I'm like Janice, I don't have a name. And she's like, that's fine. You can fill it out later. Michelle, I had no company name, no products. I had nothing except the calling from my spirit
2: mm-hmm.
1: that this was the start of something. Yeah. and I was exactly where I was supposed to be. That's So awesome. I signed a six months contract and just <laughs> walked out the door. And as soon as I said, yes, the download started coming. Nice. Like I have goosebumps. Um, yeah. I knew that I would work with wood and mm. I would work with the trees. I, by the time I got home, I had the name. Nice. Um, Michelle, my wife and I sat down and we started, you know, just kind of brainstorming. And before I knew it, the positive spirit had come into existence We wanted to make and create things that were positive in nature, that brought joy to people because, you know, two years ago and kind of since then, the world has needed that. Um, So that's how the positive spirit came into existence and it has morphed and continued to grow as I have continued to grow into
0: my spiritual awakening. Nice. So it's been a great process. I love that. You know, that, uh, me starting this podcast was kind of like that. It was going to start a podcast. I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't know why, but I'm going to do this. And I don't know what it's going to be about really. I had some ish ideas, you know, but I just thought just step in the direction, just move in that direction and things will come together and it's how it works. That's kind of the whole point of this is to say, when you do feel that something calling to you, when you do get that little itch of something, just doesn't have to make sense right away. Just trust it and move towards it and it'll open up. And I love it. I love that you did that. And you know, were you strongly connected with nature prior to this? Yes. Um, So I grew up in actually a little
1: village in Pennsylvania. And when I say village, like we were so tiny that we didn't even have a stoplight where I grew up. Okay. And we played outside. That's what we did when we grew up. So, I love to tell a story that I was the little girl that, you know, I was a tomboy. We were in the creeks and making tree houses and sleeping outside in the grass. And I loved stones and rocks and
0: trees since I can remember being alive. Girl, you are like my soul sister. I grew up (laughs) (laughs) in Michigan, youngest of nine in a, we had a a whole neighborhood clan, the woods, we had woods behind our house. That was, I mean, we were outside all day beginning to end. Somebody had a dinner bell. My mom just yelled, like you knew when to come home for meals, (laughs) but we, ice skated on the ponds and played in the trees, all of it. So I totally get it. And I I'm a nature baby. I love it. That's awesome. Yes.
1: And I realized when I was little, like, that there was something healing about being outside. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And, um, you know, so my dad was a Vietnam War vet, Mm -hmm. and he was drafted, and he has the most gentle spirit. So when he came back, he was lost because he just couldn't cope with what he had been through. I can't even imagine. So, yeah. So our home was a little crazy for a long time. And being in nature was something that was natural for me. But I learned very young the healing that can happen when you're in that space. Mm -hmm. And when you just sit and be, um how transformative it can be for your life. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think growing up where I did and how I did and having that always be a part of my story has just morphed into a beautiful calling to help others connect with that.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. So you've you got the positive spirit company, which it sounds Mm -hmm. to me is, is like this constantly open and evolving channel from which you to then share and with people who need whatever it is you're going to be offering, whether it's Mm -hmm. some energy work or, you know, I'm excited to hear more about all the different ways that you're sharing through the positive spirit company with others. So I, Oh, thank you. Yeah. I would love to hear. I, I always like to have my guests explain a little bit, because if this is a listener's first time connecting with this podcast or with healers like yourself, can you explain what shamaness means and intuitive and mm-hmm. Reiki, all those different mm-hmm gifts that you have
1: absolutely um so I remember you know when you hear the word shaman when you hear the word shamanist which resonated with me because it simply means that you are just a student you are a student of studying what is called shamanist or or shamanism Mm -hmm. and for me, um, shamanists have been around since the dawn of mankind. Uh, I think that in past lives, I have been shamans before. So it makes sense that in this life that would come back Mm -hmm. and it's really for me, that call to nature, that call to working with The plants and working with the trees and working with the earth and the elements and air and wind and water and fire and really like resonating with the magic that those things carry Mm -hmm. and that the animals carry because I think as we have evolved as human beings, which has been wonderful we have forgotten how to speak to the trees. Mm -hmm. We've forgotten how to speak with the animals and listen to the wind and follow which direction it's pointing us in. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what shamanism means to me is tapping into those things that are nature-based as well as You know, kind of the Akasha, the the other dimensions of where um, some more angelic beings and more um, intuitively based beings reside. Okay. So that's what that is. Um, As far as being intuitive, you know, I think anyone that you talk to, you either knew really young that you, you know, you were seeing things and hearing things that no one else was, or you're in the camp of, I always just kind of knew stuff, but never really knew that what I knew, others didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's kind of what it was like for me. Yeah. And so, have I always been intuitive? It, absolutely. Did I connect it with that word? Absolutely not.
2: Mm, yeah. um,
1: it has been a recent thing for me to kind of connect what I have always done and what I have always known into these words of being intuitive. Yeah. Um, and going back to saying yes, like once you open that door, then. You start receiving more, right? So, right.
0: it's um, yeah.
1: So that's been that.
0: I think some people will speak about tuning into those innate abilities and gifts and wisdom that we have, like intuition. Um, I I think of it as another sense that we mm-hmm. have, but have become so disconnected with, and it's not been. Particularly um, honored or respected in culture and our culture here, I think in particular, and so I think people have just come so disconnected from that gift, and that they don't recognize it. And mm-hmm. for different people, it come some like you said knew there was something from a younger age, others become kind of reconnected with it later in life through a series of events. And, and that, you know, it's, it's truly a gift. It's truly something. I do think a lot of people know they have, but they don't know the word for it. They just have this Mm -hmm. understanding of it. So um, I, I love, I mean, intuition being intuitive is something I really enjoy talking with people about and seeing how it showed up in their life and how they've utilized it. I think more conversation needs to happen around it. I hope that through this experience and these shared conversations here, that more and more people will start to become interested in it if they're not already. And if they are already, learn how to strengthen that Oh you could liken it to a muscle, right? So the more mm-hmm. you utilize it, the easier it becomes and the more you can um, kind of strengthen your connection to it. So I, I'm, i yeah, it's a topic that I get excited about. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, so you, you're feeling this, huge connection and power of nature, of animals, Mm -hmm. of earth elements in general, and not only recognizing how that brings healing to you in your life, but starting to realize that you have the ability and the calling to share that with others. Um, How did you start to utilize that to actually come in to connection with others and share that with them for their own healing? Oh, that's a great question.
1: Um, I do just very quickly want to say, Michelle, thank you for holding space for people to have conversations around intuition. Mm. Because I am like you, I think that the more we normalize it, Um, the better everyone will be, the better the planet's going to be. We're all intuitive beings. Mm -hmm. Every single person is intuitive. Mm -hmm. It's just like you said, working that muscle and becoming more open. And that gets mirrored back to you. Mm -hmm. by the universe. So, um, thank you for honoring that. And thank you for having a podcast like this that talks about these things, uh, because it's so important for people to know that, Hey, it happens to all of us. Um, and you know, so thank you. Thank you. Um, so for me, the intuition, um, like I said, I, I'm not even sure what the Claire is, but, my information just drops in. So it's almost like the old AOL, you've got mail. <laughs> so I'm going to show my age a little bit where, um, you know, I just kind of get it and boop, it drops in. And I now know what that feels like in my body. Okay. Um, so that might be, you know, I get the little niggle at the back of my neck, or Mm -hmm. I get the shiver down my spine or the goosebumps, or as I get better, you can actually feel the energy around you shift a little bit. So um, when I began kind of tapping in, I knew that I needed help because I didn't know you know I had been to psychics I had been to intuitives I had been to other people I just didn't know how to connect my dots with how it worked for me right so through a mutual friend Laura Michelle Powers mm-hmm. um, I took a psychic training class with her and that was a game changer because when you can connect with someone that can teach you how to read the signs and the signals that you've been getting all along. You just didn't know what they were.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that you point out how it physically feels for you because I think mm. you're the first person to say that when I've had conversations with people around it to actually talk about that physical sensation in your body as well as kind of then the, the knowing that you get after that. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that because I think that's important to pay attention to because the more you can kind of piece those things together to recognize what is going on, the more that you can honor it and tap into it. So I just wanted to just poke in real quick and say, yeah, that's, that's key. That's great. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Um, so Yeah, so then I was able to start connecting the dots and, you know, like we just said, figure out what some of the physical things I was connecting with to what was just dropping in. Mm -hmm. And as I opened up more and started working with angels, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I believe in angels, I call on my angels every single day. Uh, I work specifically with a few that I I think once people kind of learn about the angelic realm, you know, you kind of tune into who's your tribe. Mm -hmm. So um, I work with Gabriel and Michael and those are kind of my two big angels, but I also work a lot with Jesus Mm -hmm. and, um, Definitely not as a religious persona of Jesus, but more of the Christ consciousness of Him.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And um, that kind of came from me. Like I said, I've always been open to going to intuitives and going to psychics. And every single person that I would speak with was like, you know, you are really connected with Jesus, you are in his soul group. You, Mm. you know, one person did a past life regression and she's like, you were in the cave with him. Like you were part of Mm. just being with him. And then, you know, I had a birth chart done and they're like, yeah, like sometimes ascended masters work through people that have chosen to work with them Mm. through life because obviously they don't reincarnate anymore and so you know it made sense that she's like you have always just kind of been put in the right place at the right time for people that needed that love to come through Mm -hmm. so um that is cool and What's awesome for me is when I do my meditations, and you know, like, you can kind of feel him come in, and for me, it's so beautiful that I literally cry every single time.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful.
1: Um, and he chooses to present to me as like a twenty-five-year-old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. Hip so hip Jesus. Not
1: like exactly. <laughs> He's like he has long hair, and I'm like. Um, so you know how things show up for people will be different for every single person. Yeah, is kind of my point, and you know whatever has resonated with you. Like I didn't connect Gabriel to the angel, but until you know a few years ago. But I'm like, gosh, how many cats did I have that I named Gabriel? My first boyfriend was Gabriel. Like, you know what I mean. So that is funny. Those That's little things that happened throughout your life that you're like, yeah, I never really paid attention. And then boom,
0: it's like, Oh, (laughs) that makes sense. Hindsight's 2020, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's
0: that's really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. And I grew up um, Catholic and I, it never resonated with me Catholicism or any set organized religion. However, I've always felt I'm a spiritual person. And when I started learning about angels, I was so resistant to the idea because growing up angels were associated with this religion that I was raised in and like some kind of religious beings. And now my understanding is so much different. And I'm like, oh, they're just another energy form whose purpose it is, is to assist humans. Like, okay, that I can get my head around a lot better, you know, and I just had such a misconception of it. And even Jesus, you know, I joke and say, well, Jesus was just a righteous dude who had, was further along his path than, <laughs> than most people, yeah. you know, but, but how that was then skewed, you know, in my upbringing or presented, it was just so different. And so being able to get, through some of those initial like blocks and resistance to some of it has been so helpful because it's like oh it's, it's just a totally different perception of it now and i'm grateful for that you know yeah
1: it really yeah it, it a lot of a lot of what we do in this life is kind of unfurling and unwinding to find our center and then finding your center and following your path, following your song, following your journey. Yeah. Um, And, you know, some people have more to unfurl and work through. So to be able to help people do that work and to be able to, you know, my background is in early childhood education. So Mm -hmm. I worked with the little ones um, for almost 20 years. And that's when I realized it's like, wow, I am a teacher. I'm also a student Mm -hmm. and now I'm a messenger. So that progression in my life, like I still get to be, The teacher, I still love learning and I'm, you know, on this journey and in my process, and I learn new things every single day. Yeah. And now to be able to put that voice to it, to put it out to help other people, what a humbling and amazing gift. Yeah. And so, um, stepping into that has been a beautiful, painful,
0: humbling walk. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think you said that perfectly. It's like all of those things at once. Right. But so Mm -hmm. rewarding and such a a gift to be able to share that with others. I, you know, you had, have your podcast now too. And I think that's Mm -hmm. probably just another branch, another means to be able to connect with people of all different backgrounds and with all different kinds of gifts to not only help you along your journey, but to share that with others and yes. all those serendipitous connections, right? All these yes. these different paths crossing cr- crossing has such great purpose, I feel. And one of your episodes that I listened to, and I probably should have written down, but there, these is two women, the um, rebel, is it rebel soul?
1: Oh, yes. Um, rebel goddess reclamation. Yeah.
0: Rebel goddess Reclama- reclamation. They, I had goosebumps just listening to them. Their <laughs> e- excitement and passion for what they do was so palatable, you know? And I thought, yes hey, God, I'm going to have to meet these women someday. I just want to be around them and just wallow in the beauty of what they're doing, you know? So it's things like that that are so important. And for, you we think about everybody has gifts, Mm -hmm. all kinds of them, you know? And we're so self-conscious of well, someone's Mm -hmm. crazy or this seems stupid or this imposter syndrome. Like who am I to think that this is important, but it is, it's all, it's all important, even if it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like it. And don't be afraid to just take these steps one little step at a time and honor these little bits of you one little bit at a time, because you can't always see the greater purpose, but it's there. And it, it, comes to fruition in these moments that are just life-changing for people. And so for people to just trust that, like you did. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important. I love that. And how did you decide to write a book? This is like the craziest concept to me, like the thought of (laughs) writing a book. I'm like, oh my God, mine would just be like 500 pages of rambling, (laughs) you know, but- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Somewhere in there I could probably piece it together. So I love that you wrote a book. I want to hear about that.
1: So when the pandemic started, um, you know, talk about crazy life paths. So I was in early childhood education um, for almost 20 years and I was working on a military base. So I wasn't like familiar with the state of Ohio's regulations and licensure and things like that, where I live. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to take some classes through the state. And I really want to open my own center because I wanted it to be holistic. And I wanted, you know, good food, organic food and meditation and all these things with these little ones to be included. So I worked at a nonprofit. I worked at an owner operated center. And as life kind of points you in the directions you need to go. Um, For me personally, sometimes I need to get hit with the proverbial frying pan (laughs) to (laughs) get the message of (laughs) here is where this Capricorn stubbornness can kick me in the butt sometimes, Um, but here's where you really should be headed. And so that opportunity um, changed very quickly and to me, like, I needed a job and the center where I was working shut down. Um, and so I got a job with a bank, which is so outside of my, comf- like,
2: I didn't anything
1: <laughs> ever, I still can't, like, I'm just like, okay. But when you're in that moment of. I have a mortgage and I have animals and I have me and I have a car and I need a job and it's the middle of the winter. And what am I going to do? I took the first thing that was available. And as I did that, I've been with the bank for a couple of years and what it has shown me is, you know, lessons everywhere. Mm -hmm. So what it has shown me is I can do anything. I can, I am doing something so outside of my box, so different than anything that I have ever done in my life. And I adapted, I pivoted and I learned how to do it and I did it well.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So when the pandemic started, I was able to work from home with the bank. And that's something that I hadn't been able to do before. Um. And Laura Powers was like, you know, I had spoken with her a few times and in her training, she's like, Shelly, I see, you know, not only a book, but like books, like I'm seeing books, 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 books. And I'm like, it's the wrong Shelly. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure which Shelly you're tuning into, but it's not this one.
2: And I love that.
1: she's like, no, like I, I see these books, these books, um, and she's like, just come to this webinar, you know, I'm in a class where you kind of learn the process and how to self-publish a book. And I watched the, it was like just a free little class that you could go to. Mm-hmm. And again, the, d- it was just like, shoot! I knew yeah. I was exactly where I was supposed to be. Um, so for me, the book came from, I love to cook. Like I'm a pro at throwing stuff together in your pantry. Nice. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to write a book about just throwing things together. And I kept hearing this little whisper saying animals. And I ignored it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, I'm going to write about trees. animals, animals, animals. Then, so I had been cycling and not listening. And finally I was up at the A-frame where I am now and we're kind of tucked back in the woods. And I said, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. And if I am supposed to write this book on animals, I want to find a black feather. Like I was so super specific. Mm -hmm. I want to find a black feather. I want it to be on this walk. And I want it to be today. If I am supposed to follow this thing with animals. Mm -hmm. And if not, then look out pantry cooking. I'm about to light your world on fire. (laughs) Um, I went for my walk down by the lake. And I specifically asked for a black feather because I had never seen one. I've been part of this community for over 15 years. And I'd never seen a black feather so we're walking and what happens uh with this little lake is they there's a club that stocks it with fish every year and when that happens um you know some of the little guys don't make it and they wash up on the beach okay. i happen to have a little pug who i lovingly refer to as bad betty <laughs> that likes to roll on dead uh,
0: things. Yeah.
1: So we are <laughs> walking down towards the beach and I see them and I'm like, oh. So we were diverted to a place that I wasn't going to walk. We go over this little wooden bridge and I'm in a grove of walnut trees and it's beautiful and it's grass and it's dappled sunlight and I'm looking out at the water and it was in the morning. So there was no one out there and the fish are jumping and I see the ripples and all of a sudden on the corner of my eye, I see Betty sniffing something. And I'm like, Oh no, like another dog carried a fish over.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I turned around and I ran up to her. And when she lifted her head up, she wasn't sniffing a fish. She was sniffing a black feather.
0: Oh my goodness. And you, you must've gotten chills. Like, Oh, I, I like, I'm going to pass out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I looked up and I was like, I, I don't even know. Like, it's probably one of those things where I probably stood there for a few minutes because I just didn't know how to process that this had actually happened yeah exactly Um, like what you asked for (laughs) yeah exactly what I had asked for you're like
0: oh not in a million years I thought I would ever get here comes the big pan I've been trying to tell you animals exactly
1: (laughs) so then I turn around and there's another black
0: feather no way
1: if there's a third black feather and I'm like okay okay I get it um and I just remember having these huge tears stream down my face yeah and I was like okay this this is what is needed and I'm gonna put aside all my fear and I'm I'm gonna go for it yeah um so that's where the idea of kind of you know, we all weave connections for people and that's where this connection came in. So, um, I just wanted to do, you know, an introductory book. Like I'm not Ted Andrews. I'm not, you know, this deep dive person with spirit animals and totem animals. I kind of work with the spiritual newbies. Um, that's my group. So I wanted to introduce and invite them to it. Um, And I think, you know, messengers are kind of overlooked. So I really talked a lot about that and being a teacher for so long, you know, you always have your stuff, you have your, your aids, whether it's a movie or a video or something on the computer or handouts. And I'm like, you know, I kept hearing, get people's stories, get people's stories, like help connect the dots. So, I reached out to a couple of my friends and I'm like, hey, this might sound crazy, but if you've ever had an interaction with an animal that you would love to share and be in my book, and Michelle, I was overwhelmed by the response. Wow. Of people that were so willing to share this beautiful experience that they've had where animals have supported them or divinely given them messages yeah and just I'm like somebody. okay yeah
0: yeah they needed somebody to ask and there you were that's yep. awesome so
1: um oh, so I cool. have co- yeah so I've collected those and the book is being edited and then I'll be off to formatting so I'm hoping in the next month or two that it will be um released for everyone so oh,
0: I'm super thank you for excited. asking about that yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I have a client that is an animal communicator. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of different things. That's one of them. And, you know, it's like anything where I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know, and doing her hair. And oh, that's cool. And then I, so my ex-husband passed away. It has been seven years. And when he passed away, he had three dogs. And I told my daughter, we can keep one of them. And, um, Oh, this is interesting too. Cause I had a, a reading with Laura about a month before he passed and she kept saying, I think you get a guard dog or you have a dog at your new house. It's black. Well, so fast forward about a month later, my ex-husband passed away. I give Tell my daughter she can keep one of the dogs. And she chooses Charlie, who is a Black Lab Border Collie mix. She's mostly Black. And I was like, okay. And, you know, one of those goosebump moments. Mm -hmm. It's like, yep. And she, I had been around her a couple of times prior to that. And she just had, she had been through a lot of, Um, trauma there was some difficult stuff that went on before my ex-husband passed and she would get randomly towards me or maybe different friends that came over where she would snarl and kind of rear up and you were like she would just be sketched out and I didn't know how to deal with it and I thought I'm just gonna ask that client of mine that Mm -hmm. you know like okay. So she came over and just kind of sat with her and pet her and did a lot of communication Mm non-verbally. And I can't even remember everything she said at the end of it, but that, you know, she just needed a space to be heard and then to release stuff. And I am not kidding you, Shelly. She's been fine ever since. And beyond fine, she is just the sweetest thing. And she has the best little smile and we call her the face because she can communicate so much with her eyes and just her face. And you can just feel it on such a deep level and just the healing that this client brought because Mm -hmm. she had the courage to move in the direction of knowing that she could help communicate with animals and I have passed Mm -hmm. her name on to so many people and some people are like they kind of smirk and say oh okay Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: I just want to say okay but really trust me (laughs) you know and other people have contacted her and just came back and were like unbelievable you know so I I think that you're just creating this book in which to share these people's and these animals stories is fantastic. I think it's great. Ugh. And I love that you had the courage to do it. And Thank I'm sure, you. you know, like you said at the beginning, you're like, "I have what am I doing? What is this? Right. <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> right write about cooking, damn it. <laughs>
1: exactly. And it's so funny. Like, it, even while we're talking, it's like, I keep, you know, it kind of keeps going back to saying yes and just following. And once I finished, um, you know, now I'm in the same boat as your friend. Like I was drawn to taking animal Reiki because I had, mm. you know, taken Reiki for working on people. And I'm like, wait a second, there's something with this animal thing. Um and so once I learned kind of, you know, where the chakras were for animals, it's a little bit different. And I mean, Reiki is Reiki and energy goes where it's needed um, for people and for animals, but in working with animals, all of a sudden it was like that little bloop, you've got mail. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Holy crap. That's the animal. Oh, wow. The information comes Uh, through differently. Um, like I I tend to see colors, like So I'm a person that if I have my eyes closed and I'm doing work, like I see colors and I kind of follow the color trail. Um, So when animals communicate, it's kind of like, you know, everything has a frequency and plants have frequencies. The earth has a frequency. Trees have frequency. We have frequency and different animals have frequency. I am learning how to tap into that frequency and then boom, I just kind of see a color and I follow the color and I'm like, okay, so this is where this is coming from. And it's really helped with my Reiki because I can work with the animals and talk to them while I'm doing it.
0: That's amazing. Um,
1: It's really cool. And then probably... Gosh, it was like, you know, the whole baptism by fire. I had seen a post while I was working and um, someone that I didn't know, but like we were mutual friends on Facebook and, but I had never spoken with her. And I had seen a couple of days prior that her dog had passed away Mm. and Michelle, I'm sitting there and I'm at work and I'm typing on the computer and all of a sudden in my mind, I see this little black dog jumping up and down like a pogo stick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, what in the world is that? And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'm back to work. And it's just like, doing, 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 bounce, 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 <laughs> bounce, <laughs> bounce. So finally, I went outside and I'm like, okay, let me get quiet and see what this is. And it was Haley's dog. Oh, my goodness. That had crossed over. And it showed me her face. So that's how I knew it was hers. Mm. And um, I didn't know what had happened with the animal. I didn't know. um, And, you know, it let me know that it was actually hit by a car. Mm. And she was having a really hard time because her ex-boyfriend as I taught, I ended up reaching out to her. But um, so she had been having a hard time. And this little dog was like, You have to reach out to her. Like, you have to get a hold of my mom, get a hold of my mom, get a hold of my mom, get a hold of my mom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you tell someone that you've never met that you just yeah. had a conversation
0: yeah. with their
1: dog that has crossed over?
0: Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, you're sitting there in front of your keyboard or yeah. anything, whatever, thinking, Okay, yeah. she's going to think I'm nuts or, you know. Absolutely. Oops so you
1: just did it. I did it. Um, I actually, it took me about two days. (laughs) So, um, I reached out to her through messenger and I said, you know, Hey, this is my name and this is going to sound crazy, but if you are open to it, I, your dog just reached out to me Mm -hmm. and, um, had, the most beautiful message. So, you know, and she ended up reaching back out Wow! and I was able to let her know that, you know, for animals, it's different. Um, This, it didn't matter to this, this dog, when it came into this life, when it left, it was going to leave fast. It was going to be instant. It was going to be fast. There wasn't going to be suffering. There wasn't going to be any of that. How it happened didn't matter to this dog. Mm -hmm. So we as humans, you know, for her, it was agonizing because her dog had been hit by a car and it was just gut wrenching.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I was able to tell her, it didn't matter for him. He went out the way that he had chose, which was fast.
0: Yeah.
1: And there was no suffering. There wasn't anything Um, but he had, he kept showing me this like picture of, I'm like, he, he was a rescue Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm like, he loved to make you laugh. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but (laughs) he did silly things and he loved to see you smile. And it was like the wax teeth that have like the, the big, just all you see is teeth That's what he kept showing. Yes. (laughs) And that's what he kept showing me. And he's like, He lived to make you smile so big that your eyes squished shut and all you saw was your teeth. (laughs) And while we were talking, she sent me a picture and it was of him with his big old head on her shoulder. And she just had this smile on her face that went from ear to ear. And I'm like, That is what he was showing me. Yeah
2: cool um,
1: so that's been a newer thing for me um yeah. I've had a couple other animals that have crossed over um hmm. reach out so I now have the confidence to you know just reach out to people and be like hey if you're interested um yeah yeah you know, let me know and so where do you think this is
0: all going
1: you know, I think what I feel is when we have animals and again, it goes back to, um, I I believe that when we have an animal come into our life, that we kind of planned that to happen. Mm -hmm. So whether it's you know, a rescue, whether, whoever the animal is, and it doesn't matter what it is. Um, It could be a fish, Mm -hmm. but I believe that we chose to be together before we incarnated and that we learn from one another.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Our animals love us unconditionally and they, you know, like my little pug Betty, um, I can hear her downstairs. She's throwing a fit because she, wants to be with me all the time. And she likes when I'm doing my spiritual work because she, as soon as the energy starts to shift, boom, she is right by my side and she loves it. Um, so animals pick up on that stuff. And I think educating people on that, kind of going back to the teacher, um, helping people connect with their animal on a more spiritual level in understanding they're talking to us all the time. Yeah. But we just don't know how to listen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, whether it's an animal messenger of, you know, for three weeks last summer, literally I started marking it on the calendar. Cause I'm like, what in the world? I was finding a blue jay feather.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. I just found one the other day.
1: (laughs) Did you really?
0: Yeah.
1: Every day for three weeks. crazy. And it would be random. It would be in the yard. It would be in the driveway. It would be in the parking lot of Target. It would be, I mean, it was just every single day I was finding a blue jay feather. So finally I'm like, okay, I got it. And I looked up their medicine and Mm. I looked up, you know, obviously they're blue. And it was as I was feeling out this podcast and getting my voice out there and coming out of the spiritual closet and putting myself out there. And it's like blue, 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 blue everywhere.
2: Yeah,
1: And it was such a beautiful reminder for me to step into it. Yeah. And know that I was divinely supported. So our pets do that too. Um, They divinely support us. And once you learn their language, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you can hear and um, help them with stuff. So I think it's just part of my continuing journey of bringing the animal medicine, whether it's domestic or wild, two people. So Uh, that's what I feel.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. And you know, it's, I, it's so true when I do my morning meditation and I usually try to do it outside because it just feels Mm -hmm. better for me. And, um, a lot of the times my dogs will be off doing their own thing, the cat might be inside. It might be outside, but the cat is not around at the beginning of it. I close my eyes. I do my meditation and I open them up and all three of them are right yes. laying right by me, just chilling. And I, it brings the yes. biggest smile to my face because I just know like we're all kind of Zen together and I love it. Yep. You know, yep. it's, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. It brings a smile to my face every time. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what keeps unfolding for you it's just so cool to hear about it and i just feel like this yummy lovely energy when you speak about it and i can feel it through my body Mm -hmm. and so i i'm eager for your book to be launched i wish you well with that and i'm eager just to see what keeps popping up for you i love it and i'm glad we got to connect and will probably connect down the road again I have a feeling in some way shape or form so I look forward to that too um is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners today um I think the only
1: other thing um thank you so much for your kind words and i have no doubt that we will our paths will continue uh to cross in the future and trying to think the only other thing that i kind of have cooking is um probably in the next it's going to time with my book that i will be releasing an 11 week class Mm -hmm. that will help people You know, kind of tap into that intuition that we all have and weave those connections. So, you know, we talk about working with angels and we talk about working with the galactic team and we talk about working with the elements and the trees and, you know, then tools that go with that because we need the tools to activate and take action. Yeah. That's how we practice. Um, so I'm super, super excited about that and we'll be launching that soon. Um, but aside from that, I'm just, my heart is bursting that I had this opportunity to speak with you and I'm so excited and I can't wait to have you on my show. And thank you. Just yeah. thank you for your time and your energy. Fantastic! It's beautiful what you're
0: putting out. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And Shelly, so if people want to kind of keep an eye out and look for that Mm -hmm. book and look for the class, where's the best place for them to connect with you or just keep up to date on what's going on with you?
1: Ah, thank you for asking. So I tried to make it as easy as possible. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out via email at the positive spirit, C O at gmail.com on Facebook. It's the exact same thing and on Instagram. So it's the positive spirit co for everything. Um, we do have a website that will be coming soon and it's going to be the positive spirit Cocom okay. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, that's the easiest way.
0: Okay. I'll be sure to put all of that in the show notes so people can find you easily and I wish you well and everything. So glad we got to connect, Shelly.
1: Oh, Michelle, so many blessings to you and your listeners. And thank you for shining your light uh, for everyone to see.
0: Thanks. I really enjoyed that conversation with Shelley. She's just such a bright spirit. She has this great energy and she's just really fun to connect with. And I can't wait to reconnect with her down the road. I totally look forward to reading her book and I'll definitely let you know when that becomes available. Something she talked about that really resonated for me and that I can relate to is when she mentions when she gets these downloads and that feeling she gets. And, um, you know, I, I think I refer to them more as the messages from the universe. Some people might think of it as a message from God or the divine. And I think that is totally connected to intuition and trusting that that is a message from the universe or God or the divine, when you just have those feelings and thoughts pop in and you know, there's a purpose to them. So that happened to me recently. I don't know if you listened to my last episode, which was titled Big Blue. If you listen to that, I explain how I had a moment like that while vacationing in Northern Michigan. I just got this message to write a poem about Lake Michigan. And I'm, I hate to say I'm not a writer because that's such a negative spin. However, I've never thought of myself as a writer. It was never my favorite thing in school. I certainly had no interest in poetry, which there's a whole backstory to how poetry has now come into my life and has to do with Maya Angelou, but we'll save that story for another day. Anyway, I just got this calling to write a poem about Lake Michigan. It was really uncomfortable for me to do, but I did it because I trusted I trusted that calling. I felt there was a purpose to it. I think the purpose to it will continue to unfold. But one little thing that happened was I shared with my cousin who was also up in Northern Michigan at the time. And I shared with her what I was doing and that I just trusted that there's a, a reason for it. And she shared with me that she had been thinking about writing a children's book for years and just kind of blew it off, ignored it, was kind of intimidated to do it, insecure about it. What would people think? All the things that the shitty committee in our head likes to come in and and say to, to present this doubt and to keep us from moving in that direction to that which is calling to us. And so she shared that me writing the poem and having the courage to do that inspired her to sit down and make the time and put together this book that's been in her head for years. And she did it. And it's amazing. It's such a great book. And I'm so proud of her. I believe she will move forward and get it published and She'll probably be a guest on here and we'll talk more about it. But what I'm getting at is it's as simple as things like that. The purpose that the universe had for me writing and sharing that poem. I think that was just one of them was to inspire my cousin to sit down and write that book. And it'll be a ripple effect. And so I hope. That when you all out there listening, get those little messages, trust them and just step in that direction and see where it goes. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to feel comfortable at first. And it'll be probably in hindsight down the road that you say, ah, that's what this was about. But I believe if we all do this, we will not only live our higher purpose and create a better life for ourselves, I believe it will affect the greater whole of humanity in a better way. So that's my two cents today. That was a little bit of a hair piss coming out. (laughs) Those who have sat in my chair, we've had conversations like this before. So I wish you all well today. Thanks for tuning in. If something here resonated for you, and if you've liked what you heard, please share it with friends and family or share on social media. And as always, follow this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can rate and review the podcast. This helps me share these kinds of inspiring stories with more listeners. You can find me on Instagram at 11.11.calling. You can find me on Facebook at
2: 1111 Calling. Thanks again and much love to you all.